Welcome to House of Hoops, episode 61. It's Monday night, April 12th, 2021. I'm Jeff Hausman coming to you from Memphis, Tennessee. Thank you for listening. Who's podcasting tonight? Bo's on the phone. What up, Bo? How's it going? What up, man? And in studio, once again, is becoming a very regular guest, Brian Clark. What? (laughs) What's up, man? Rest in peace, DMX. This week on House of Hoops, we've got Utah Jazz, Phoenix Suns, some other updates on games we looked at last week. I don't know. We're going to try to have some fun. We're going to talk some hoops. House of Hoops can be found on Twitter at House of Hoops, H-A-U-S of Hoops, on Instagram at House of Hoops Podcast. We ain't got no messages this week, but you can leave us a message. You can call us. I'd like to hear from anyone it's 901-300-6575 call the house phone i think you get like three minutes on that voicemail but tell me what's going on in your world how's your week been we hope you enjoy tonight goes on for several more minutes. <laughs> what up, Bo? How you doing, man? Doing all right. Yeah. How are things in Memphis? Pretty chill, I guess. I see you guys have a basketball game being played in Memphis right now. Yeah, yeah. We're watching. We're finally watching a Bulls game. Bulls Grizz. Bulls are up 57-53 in the third quarter. It's we been- had a uh, Brooklyn Nets game supposed to be played in Minneapolis tonight, but oh, it has yeah. been postponed. That's right. What's going on up there? There is well, I, I just started I just saw this. I didn't know this, but the well, first of all, police officers in Brooklyn Center, which is a like a suburb northwest of Minneapolis probably about 20 miles from here 
a an officer shot Dante Wright on a traffic stop, and Dante Wright is a twenty year old black man. So he was unarmed, and what the what the police in Brooklyn Center are saying is that the, the officer his, his intention was to tase, but she shot shot him. She pulled her firearm instead of her taser. <laughs> and it's saying here that she's a 26 year veteran of the Brooklyn Center Police Department. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't really know what to say. It's just it's you know another black man died by the police. Yeah, I saw that headline today about the taser misuse of the firearm. I don't know. That's weird. You know, if obviously the the loss of life is the most important thing. So you mm-hmm. you just like Greg Popovich said, you're sick to your stomach for the family and for for him losing his life. He Popovich said a bunch of different things, most of which was his sorrow for 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 Dante Wright losing his life and then his frustration with the current system we have and then he went on to rip the republicans and the trump 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 republicans and you should read his quote it's it's hard to summarize but mm-hmm. he was spot on mm-hmm. sounds like um, sorry to hear that so what are the what's going on up there uh, well, we have a curfew at 7 p.m. Everybody had to be home unless you're obviously you're a uh, first responder or whatever. You can be out. But there was some looting last night and some small, maybe I don't want to call it rioting, but some looting and whatnot. And actually, I was hadn't listened to Police Scanner all day. I was listening to it before we hopped on. And the police were going to check out my uh, liquor store down the street from here, a couple blocks. So I, I don't know what's going on down there but stuff's going on yeah jesus man can't get a break up there huh no and obviously the show trial is going on right now i've been paying attention to that i mean it's obviously just been the defense not the defense but the prosecution doing their thing and it sounds pretty damning for for chauvin mm. but you know the jury gets set aside Mm-hmm. I would I would say that this incident, um, the jury's not sequestered, and that this incident from yesterday is, I, it's not going to work. That's not helping things in Chauvin's favor. I would say. Yeah, the defense wanted to sequester the jury, right? Yeah, they mm-hmm. did because of this, and the judge said no. Mm-hmm. Well, better be safe up there. Watch out. Yeah, it's, let's hope it. Let's hope it kind of, I don't want to say blows over, but. Stays relatively calm. Yeah. Yeah. But it's a small inconvenience for. I understand. You know. Yeah. For what is like, that's something that's continuing to happen in the United States. And that's something I don't really know, have a good answer for. It's very unfortunate. Definitely unfortunate. Uh. But let's go over here to Brian. Brian, how you doing, bud? Uh, I'm good. Yeah, how's your week been? It's been it's been full of work. Full of work, and uh, that's about it. All right. Uh, nursing a nursing a sunburn. Sunburn. Yeah. 
did a little did a little outside work uh, Sunday before I came in. Oh, working on my tank top tan. Oh, what were you working? Were you lifting weights in the yard or something? Yeah, uh, uh, my parents have a a pool. Oh. And uh, this feels really weird talking about this transitioning from what Bo was just talking about. Yeah, um, it's pretty heavy, man. Yeah, they have a they have a pool in their backyard, and um, the way the pool settled, uh, we're having to build a retaining wall around the backside of the pool, uh, so that it doesn't like I guess collapse. Hmm. Okay. So yeah, a bunch of pallets of brick, bricks, uh, a lot of paving base, a lot of digging trenches. Working out. Yeah. Yeah. Getting ripped. Doing manual labor. Dang. Sounds like a lot of work. Yeah. You getting paid for this? Or no. It's just like a... No. I think it's kind of understood um, that if we want to use the pool this summer, <laughs> we have to go over there and help out. Mm-hmm. Like my brother-in-law was over there yesterday morning. It's me, my brother, and my brother-in-law. If you don't come over here and help, don't plan on coming over barbecue, swimming in the pool. <laughs> yeah. I mean, on the, the phone call yesterday morning, I called him to let him know I was heading over. And they were like, yeah, your brother-in-law, Jason's here. I was like, oh, I, I, I have to get over there now. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't, I can't be the the one that doesn't show up. What'd you put in, like a solid 25 minutes? Mm, about three hours. Three hours. Good Lord. That's a shift. Three hours, and then they and they fed us McAllisters afterwards. So, dang, story keeps getting worse. Eh. <laughs> <laughs> it's a decent club sandwich. <laughs> club sandwich and a sixty ounce sweet tea. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Okay. All right. How about you, Jeff? Working what have out? you been up to this week? I don't know. Nothing. You got, your COVID, you got your COVID vaccine? Oh, yeah. You guys talked me into that yeah. shit. How'd that go? I went down there and got that. I'm so, we're so sorry, Jeff, that we we made you do that. Yeah. It's a little mean. Uh, it was fine. It's weird rolling up in there, man. It's looked like something out of a movie. Got all the military people everywhere and this giant, like, uh, almost like a pop-up city in that parking lot, that mm-hmm. Pipkin Center parking lot. It's like you drive four feet and a National Guard member tells you to turn this way. I don't know all these signs. They're doing all these like military signs, mm-hmm. like arms out to the side and shit. I'm like, I don't fucking know what I'm supposed to do, man. I'm about to run over somebody. But I finally get in there and I got there probably 30 minutes before my appointment and I was done before my appointment time. So I was in and out. No time at all. Really tired after though. That was yeah. the only side effect. Dead tired. Nothing else. Sore arm the next day. Felt like I played a couple rounds of golf or something. No big deal. Nice. You said it was like a pop-up city where they're like... uh, It's weird. Where they're like kiosks? Like where there are dudes out there selling like... I got my COVID vaccine shirt. (laughs) (laughs) No, it was just... It looked like something out of an outbreak movie. Yeah. Where everybody's like lining up and they're quarantining everybody, something like that, you know? Yeah, they pull. You, I mean, they pull you through a big tent now, right? Do, do, they, yeah. do you go through the? Did you go through the Pipkin building or did you go through a tent? No, I went through that tent. So it, it's like outdoor, but it's covered. 
Mm-hmm. And they're just like fishing cars through there. It was just, it was just weird. Felt like I was in a different country for a minute. It's very strange, very surreal looking situation. You are in a different country, Jeff. You're in, you're in Biden's America. <laughs> All right. Get a vaccine. <laughs> it was weird, but I was glad I did it. I scheduled my next one, whatever. Just knock it out and then I guess go get more shots when this one wears off or whatever. More shots. How about one shot? I don't know. Shit if I know. Uh, and then you <laughs> said that we were we were mean for making you do that. So we should apologize to you. Yeah, my feelings are hurt. Did Alexa go get one? Did you did you make her an appointment? No, she ain't got one yet. Come on now. We we apologize if you were offended. No, I wasn't, Jeff. I'm just fucking around. <laughs> uh, <laughs> she uh, she'll go, but I mean, it's like most young people. You got like, how are you gonna talk somebody into doing something they don't feel like they even affects them? Like, I don't know. It's interesting. What are you talking about? Some people, Willis? some people just aren't don't care about shit like this, man. Like. It's a real thing out there. People just like don't give a fuck. It's true. Like it's like just so far off their radar. They're just like going with the flow. A lot of people are like that. Yeah. Just like not yeah, me. They don't, they don't watch the news. I don't give they a don't shit. Keep up with current events at all. Yeah. Plenty of people are like that. It's not even political or anything. It's just like whatever. <laughs> I'm young. I've never had serious medical issues. What do I care? Yeah, it's it could be selfish, it could be naive, it could be ignorant, but it's a fact. She knows she needs to get one though. She's not those things. I'm just using her as an example. She had said something to me about uh her mom works at a hospital. Yeah. And she was gonna try to go to the hospital. Yeah. To get one when they were when they were available there. So Yeah. She needs to. But there's only so much pushing you can do, especially yeah. in a relationship before you're just gonna create some kind of like animosity or something i don't know i've always lived my life as everybody's got one life and they can do whatever the fuck they want with it who am i to tell anybody what to do with their life so as long as it doesn't negatively affect yours <laughs> yeah i mean directly mm-hmm. but who am i to go around and tell other people what to do I smoke cigarettes and drink beer and like don't take care of myself. So I don't know. The vaccine's probably the only thing I've ever done in my adult life that's been like uh proactive health, yeah. like health wise, yeah. I don't know. So I don't get flu shots and yeah, everybody should get a flu shot so if you get it you don't spread it around, but What's in front of me today? Flu shot's kind of like shooting fish in a barrel, though, because you don't even know how effective that is. I mean, yeah, COVID vaccine is, I guess, pretty effective. <laughs> That's what they say. I try to convince people to take it, but I'm also, I, I just, when people don't want to get it, I just don't have much sympathy. You know, I'm just like, oh, well, you know, yeah. you're not getting me sick, dumbass. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's on you. At a certain point, it's on them. 
their social responsibility. I don't know. There's a lot of people that don't want it. Doesn't do you even know? Like Bo, what are the numbers? Yeah. What are the numbers? Numbers on what? Vaccinations in the U.S. How many people are getting them? It can't even be half. Um, well, there hasn't been an opportunity to vaccinate half of the population. The, like the lowest, um, the lowest percentage of vaccinations in the country right now is like Alabama, Tennessee, Mississippi. Ouch. The highest is New Mexico. What about Texas? Let me see. Where did where did I see that link? I'm just curious what they're doing in like these big like coal plant coal mining towns are people getting vaccinated there these these so trump supporting places so there's a list of states ranked by percentage of population vaccinated Uh that's this is as of april this is as of today april 12th so new mexico has and i guess this is fully vaccinated um new mexico has like 600,000 fully vaccinated residents which is like 29.4% of their population. And then South Dakota's doing really good, which is a super conservative state. Um my neighbors they went to go see some family in South Dakota. My neighbor's sister lives there. Mm-hmm. And uh like their kids wear masks to school and they get made fun of for that mm-hmm. and shamed for masking at school. Mm-hmm. And the South Dakota, you know, if you remember, they had Sturgis mm-hmm. this summer. And that is, if you go read about that, that has been linked to like all sorts of mid outbreaks in the Midwest and among like random ass small towns all over the place. Mm. So that was a success for us, but for a super spreader event. And as far as Texas goes, it's 20% of the population, mm. 19.5%. That's 5.5 million, but that's a lot of people vaccinated and California has 8 million people vaccinated. Mm. Illinois has 2.7 million. Pennsylvania has 2.8, you know, Mm -hmm. Michigan has quite a few 2.2 in their populations, not anywhere near close the size of Texas. Mm. Interesting. All right. Uh, Well, I mean, I just think the pandemic has impacted everyone, and now that vaccines are available, I just, I just, I just can't understand why you would not just want to get it so you you can stop the spread, and then you can go see Mammal, and you can hang out with your, if you have, you know, nieces and nephews or neighbors that have kids and stuff, you can see those kids with not worrying about get them sick, then getting their classmates sick, and I, it just seems like such a no brainer. Meanwhile, I'm watching the Grizz game, and there's a kid without a mask on on the screen. (laughs) (laughs) Well, what I would say is a lot of people have, like, I don't mean to sound insensitive or anything, but bigger fucking problems. They have everyday problems. They have problems eating, getting to work, just shit we take for granted. Yeah, I understand that there are. There's a daily struggle for most people in this country, especially these days. There are some barriers for sure. I mean, getting vaccinated for the well-being of other people. Well, that's why um, might not be the highest priority of the day for a lot of if people. You, well, that's why if you look on on Broad Avenue or right there off of Sam Cooper, you see that church, and right next door to that church is that Christ Community Healthcare Clinic. 
Mm-hmm. You know, they're trying to bridge the gap in certain communities. You know, if you're at church, well, let's go after the service. Let's go get a flu shot or a free next door. You know, they're trying to make it make it easier for people. And I assume that clinic is probably doing COVID shots as well. Yeah. I understand that, but once Jeff. again, like, uh, we could, we could go in circles yeah. about this all day. Huh? I also think the folks that you're referencing aren't, uh, aren't like spending all day spreading mis- misinformation online about vaccines. <laughs> Who? Yeah, no, I guess probably not. <laughs> <laughs> That's got to be a small. That's percentage. probably that's probably the the people I single out when I. Oh yeah. When I say I don't have any sympathy, you know. No, yeah, I, I wasn't trying to allude to that, but yeah. yeah. I mean, I just look at people like everyday people that are just like vaccinated. Man, I got to get like diapers for my kid today. Like, vaccinated. Yeah. Shit. <laughs> Uh, we'll see I don't know it's hard to get inside the head of every American anyway I did it whatever I appreciate you guys for motivating me and pushing me we're proud of you Jeff we knew you could do it I needed a little push you know otherwise I would have put it off because, I, I mean, at a certain point, you've been dealing with something for so long. It's like, I can wait patiently and wait till the timing's a little better, whatever. But it, it turns out, like, I think most people would agree the timing, it's like when you have a kid, the timing's never perfect. It just happens. Getting vaccinated is just like having a kid. Do you agree, Bo? <laughs> <laughs> um... At least there's an orgasm for one person in the process <laughs> of having a kid. <laughs> for one person. At the very least. All right. Look, we got to move on. I'm enjoying the conversation, but we got to get fucking out of here. Let's get rolling. Tonight. I want to start out with follow-ups from last week. The only follow-ups I have is we had a ton of like really good games that we were looking at last week for our pick game. And I kind of wanted to just kind of look at the scores of some of those games. So these were very interesting, high-impact games, notable games that I saw last week. Me and Brian, after you left and went wherever, we talked about these games last week so let's follow up chicago played indiana we thought that would be a fun eastern conference game chicago won that game 113 to 97 another one was new york at boston and it would have been fun bo to do your like five minutes of each of these games but i just didn't have time this week to watch much yeah, the the last five minutes of the, like would be a yeah. that would be a good one. But it's nice to be able to go back in hindsight on a game that we didn't pick if it was close. Yeah, and, and scroll through that. Yeah, we'll just go through these quickly. There was like six games. New York played Boston. That's a fun one, right? New York was 
got 99. Boston got 101. So that was like a close one. That was probably a good game. Portland played Utah. Utah won 122 to 103. So Utah's got the edge over Portland. It's what I would take away from that. Phoenix played the Clippers. And that was one we were really looking at. The Clippers won that game. They beat Phoenix. That was the night after the pit game, right? Mm-hmm. Back-to-back. Yeah. I think both teams, Utah and Phoenix, were on back-to-backs, I think. I don't remember. But, yeah, the Clippers beat Phoenix. That's interesting. I would have liked to see seen how that played out. Maybe I'll spend more time watching basketball next week. I think that might be possible. Let's see. The Spurs played Dallas. The Spurs won against Dallas, and that was one of those. Those are like kind of play-in teams in the West. Those are seven through ten seedings teams. But, yeah, Spurs won 119 to 117. How about that? And then the last one was Chicago at Atlanta. And Chicago lost to Atlanta. Chicago, correct me if I'm wrong, is beating the Grizzlies right now. I think they're up a point in this game. Okay, Atlanta. I think we need to watch an Atlanta game. <laughs> they're like the one team that's surprising the shit out of me, and we haven't done one pick game of them. Why is that? What's the stigma about Atlanta? For some reason, I just don't want to watch an Atlanta game. Uh, I saw an Atlanta highlight this weekend. Yeah. On Sunday. Uh, Michael Bridges crammed it on Clint Capella. <laughs> yeah. Fucking ended his life. He <laughs> showed me that. I forgot about that. Yeah, I think we need to watch an Atlanta game. Soon. We will. Before, what do we got? A few more weeks. We got a few more weeks of regular season. We'll, we'll, we'll catch one before the end of the season. We'll do one Atlanta game. We have to. They've really surprised me. I'm interested. They've surprised everybody since they made that coaching change. Mm-hmm. I think it's Trey Young. It's just, I don't like. I gotta. I need to watch a game. He does that Chris Paul thing where he like he traps he traps the guard behind him mm-hmm. and gets fouled. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. It's frustrating. Yeah, that's like a newer move in the NBA. Daniel Tice. He was having a good game earlier when I looked. All right. All right. Memphis is up now. Fourth quarter. Tice for three. (laughs) (laughs) Anybody else got anything on uh, follow-ups from last week at all? I don't. All right. Let's move along. Let's get into some NBA news. All I saw was the James Wiseman injury. That's all I care about right now. That's my big news story for the week. Uh, It's devastating. It's a huge loss. I feel like he was really starting to catch a stride there for the Warriors. He was playing well. I was enjoying uh, watching him fill up the box scores a little bit. But uh, it looks like he might be out for the season. He's got some kind of meniscus tear or something. It's all just still in the air. Like, what are they going to do about it or what the diagnosis is? They just 
I guess it just happened, but it looks like there's no real updates yet on how long he'll be out or whatever. It's unfortunate. It's a tough break. He's already been through injuries as a rookie. It's a tough break. I've heard it's likely to be the rest of the season. Yeah. Probably. If he comes back before Jaron Jackson Jr., we're going to have a problem. Waiting for you to say something about that. We're going to have a problem. <laughs> what if he plays this week? And they're like, ah. <laughs> turns out torn meniscus just a pain thing. You know, you can play through it. Yeah, he's young. He's fine. You can just play through it. It's just a pain issue. He had the exact same surgeon, exact same procedure as Jaron Jackson. He's back already. <laughs> the Warriors are saying uh, two to four weeks. That's not true. Jeff, can I have a beer? You can have whatever you want. What you want? You want ranch water? One of these, one of these, one of these here beers right here. What is this? Ranch water. Party color is the name of the beer. It's Italian. Why is it Italian? Gorlami. Uh, it's an Italian style pilsner from the fine brewers at Wiseacre. I'm gonna get a beer too. Man. We should probably reach out to Wiseacre as much free publicity we give them on here. <laughs> yeah, we could. I mean, what if we recorded the pod like live at the tap room? Yeah. It sounds like a terrible idea, actually. It sounds like it would be Just rowdy get, as get shit. Wasted. Yeah. <laughs> we'd have to get like, uh, we'd have to buy like eight more mics. Just a bunch of. Bunch of randos just sitting in. Yeah. I don't know about location recording for several reasons. One, I'm not prepared to break all this equipment down and move it or buy. Like all these wires are wired up underneath this table. <laughs> That'd be a hell of an ordeal to undo it all. Yeah, they're not going anywhere. No. I'd have to buy all new cables. Which could be done, I guess. It's not impossible. Just sounds like a... Yeah, I guess if the money was right... <laughs> I'm not going to say no to anything. Just Nothing's saying, impossible. It's got to be more than a free tab. Probably. Imagine how much background noise, background noise would be in that. Yeah. Basically, it's unlistened to-able. Unlistenable. Yep. Anybody else got news from the week? A couple things. All right. I say a couple things. Well, the uh, Timberwolves are Glenn Taylor, the owner, has reached an agreement with some East Coast billionaire. I forget the guy's name. And <laughs> A Rod, oh. Alex Rodriguez. Um, Is he the one that's married to Jennifer Love Hewitt? A Rod? Yeah. Shit, I don't know. I don't know anything about celebrities. <laughs> yeah. Let's Google A Rod spouse. It's not Cynthia Skirtis? Oh, they were divorced now. They've been they've been married twelve years. Jennifer Lopez, it says they had a relationship. Yeah. So you know, Glenn Taylor says the team's not going to move. Mm -hmm. 
Clay Bennett said the team wasn't going to move from Seattle. Mm-hmm. So, so who knows? A Rod, one point five billion dollar sale. I think Glenn Taylor bought the Wolves for about eighty four million in the nineties. Mm-hmm. But I think I read that it's a minority stake for a certain period of time. Okay, like they're not they're not taken over immediately. Like A Rod kind of wants to learn the ropes of owning a a sports franchise from Glenn Taylor. Well, he's picking one of the. So it's worst like a, owners. It's like a rent to own. It's yeah, like a mentorship. Yeah. Um, Is he getting the links too? Yeah, he's getting the links. Oh, okay. All right. That's interesting. Hope you don't lose your team. Shit. It would be a bummer for sure. I mean, I feel like I haven't had a team all season really in <laughs> in town. They've been so bad and but like I said, it's fun to go to a, a Wolves game and then be able to talk about it on the podcast. Mm-hmm. I think it's funny that a retired athlete is buying the team. Well, he's like, he's like the Christian. Is, how mad is Kevin Garnett right now? Oh. Yeah, I don't know why that they couldn't reach an agreement with. I guess maybe KG couldn't give him $1.5 billion. Yeah. Yeah, A-Rod's got that. I mean, he's got that baseball money. No doubt. A-Rod has had a, a significantly more successful career than Kevin Garnett. Monetarily, I would guess. If Pat were here, he'd tell us their net worth. According to CelebrityNetWorth.com, A-Rod has a net worth of $350 million. And then Celebrity Net Worth says $120 million. For yeah. KG, so three times. Yeah, it's a lot of money. Write him a check. It's interesting though. I don't know what that uh, means for Minnesota at this point, though. It doesn't mean anything. It looks like uh, their their pick is up in the air this year. It looks like the Finch is going to get it. Finch and Rosas are going to get a shot at doing what they want to do for at least another year or two. It we'll is, see. It is interesting to me. Like they have this Anthony Edwards is high profile rookie. And it's, ex- that's like exactly what happened in Seattle when they got Durant. <laughs> yeah. Pretty interesting. And Jeff Green. Ed Dur- Durant and Jeff Green. Mm-hmm. It's pretty interesting. Like just when things are, you got all this shiny, uh, new, High-profile player, and you got these new toys, and then uh, you move the team. Well, but the NBA doesn't like moving teams. I know they don't. They, they don't. I still can't believe they let the Oklahoma City thing happen. That's insanity. Yeah. Well, when the Hornets, it was at the time, when Katrina hit New Orleans, OKC took care of those Hornets seats. What? Yeah, they they certainly did, but they rallied behind them. But yeah, yeah that's it, weird. As any city could do could do that um, for a year, except except Memphis and the NFL. Yeah. But but that was that's a whole nother. We don't need to get into that. No. I'm watching the Grizz game. Are you watching it, Bo? Yeah, I'm at four twenty three. Where are you guys at? Same. John Moran almost got. Yeah, he almost got taken out. Yeah, if. if 
if Zach Levine like yanks on him at all, <laughs> luckily he didn't. This would be a good win for the Grizz if they can hold on. They're up four. Yeah, after the debacle against the Knicks. <laughs> all right. Any what else on news? That's kind of it. Nothing else really stood out to me. The, the Ben McLemore looks like he signed with the uh, Lakers. You know who cares? Yeah. The missing piece. Mm. Yeah. Now Gordon Hayward, did he get hurt this week or was that last week? I think that was last week, but I don't think we talked about it. How long is he out? May first, so another three weeks at least. He's out for four weeks. That will not help them. They're a six seed right now, I believe. It would have been it was kind of cool to see them be competitive in the East, which is kind of funny that that's all you got to do is sign a an old vet to large contract and draft a Lamella ball, and away we go. Yeah, they are a six seed. The Kings would love to be the Hornets right now. Yeah, I mean, the Kings would love to be anybody but the Kings right now. Charlotte's two games away from being a play-in team, and they're in sixth place. All these teams below them are on winning streaks. Seven, eight, and nine are all on winning streaks. Charlotte's on not. They're not. How about that? If I was betting on trending, I would bet that Charlotte slips down. I would I would too. Oh well. Brian, what about you? You see anything in the news? Did you did you like catch anything this week related to the National Basketball Association? No, not really. <laughs> That's fine. I mean I'm I watched the big game, so I feel like that's cool. my, resp- <laughs> my responsibility ended there. Hell yeah. All right. Well, let's go to the pick game then. The pick game was Wednesday night. The Utah Jazz were visiting the Phoenix Suns. It's the two top teams in the Western Conference. Bo, did we pick a good one? Did you watch the game? Feel like overtime basketball. You picked a good one, and I did watch it. Nice, Brian. Did you catch it? You caught it. I did. You watched it. I can truthfully say that I watched the game. Truthfully, that's good. Not that I would lie about it. I'm glad that you guys watched it. Who would do that? <laughs> Who would ever? I'm glad that. that you guys watched it. I watched it too. <laughs> sure about that? <laughs> I did. I didn't see the same game you guys saw, though. (laughs) Uh, The Jazz, yeah. Devin Booker, Donovan Mitchell, that's it, right? It went to overtime. It's fucking pretty fun, right? Who did you, uh, Brian? Brian, who did you think? Who did you think was going to win this game initially? I mean, no, really. Like in your cut, which team? Phoenix was at home, so Phoenix. Thanks. 
what do you think, Bo? Like, which team did you think was going to win? I'm kind of leaning with Brian going into a game with the teams that are were they at the, two, at the time were the two best records in the league. Mm-hmm. I was going to take the home team. Okay. I saw they upped their fan allowance from, I guess it was like 3,000 or something. They upped it to like 5,000 something. So that's cool. Get some more, some more voices in the arena. Some more fans. Brian, when's that game uh, that you're going to? When's that coming up? Wednesday night. This Wednesday. Wednesday night, Mavericks at Grizzlies. Oh. That's an ESPN game. Looking forward to it. Yeah, that'll be fun. It's going to be a tough one. Yeah, it's a, what is it, an 8 or 8.30 tip? I guess so. It's a late tip. Yeah. That's okay, though. Yeah. That'll be fun. Yeah, I'll be in the building. Cool. Looking forward to it. It's the first thing I did after I got my first vaccination was... It's like, when am I getting my second? All right, I'm buying Grizzlies tickets after that. Nice. I can't... I'm, I'm anticipating a full report. Oh, sure. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> of an inner arena experience. What's that like? Mm-hmm. All right. I kind of agree with both of you about the Phoenix thing. But to me, it's not the uh, the home court. I just think Phoenix is a better team. Phoenix won the last time these two faced off this season. I believe they will be facing off one more time before the end of the season. Did I see this right? Where both teams had won nine of the last ten games at the time of the yeah of the game being played. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, sure. I believe you. That's wild. That's some good winning. <laughs> Devin Booker versus Donovan Mitchell. Okay, sure. That's a given, right? But I was very interested in watching the DeAndre Ayton versus Rudy Gobert matchup. I like the big man matchup. Ayton's been getting better. Grizzlies might pull this one out. Well, I'm switching over to the Grizz game that we got on right now. They're up 101 to 89. With a minute and a half. Look at Ja just playing games out there. It's insane. Good. Yo- Jonas loves life. They playing loose. Scoop. Yeah. Ja off the backboard assist. I mean, Jonas is dialed in. Yeah. He just loves it. He's so happy hanging on the rim right there. He's so huge. He <laughs> <laughs> makes face. Vooch look little. Yeah, they're having fun. That's good stuff. I guess Vooch, yeah, Vooch is out there. Yeah. But anyway, back to the pick game, huh? Yeah, yeah, pick game. <laughs> huh? I thought uh, DeAndre Ayton was very impactful in this game. thought he played well. Brian, who did you uh, come away with as being a impactful player in this game? I ended the game thinking that Aiton is better than Gobert. Right. Like, I feel like he won He won the matchup. I think Gobert's stat, Gerbet, Gobert had padded the stats a little more. Gobert had 16 points, three steals, 18 rebounds. Mm-hmm. Aiton had 18 points, two steals, 12 rebounds. Mm-hmm. But I just felt like just watching Aiton just looked 
better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's not asked to do a whole lot, Aiden. Mm-hmm. He's surrounded with so many good players when he's on the court. He just doesn't really have to do a lot. He can really just zero in on getting rebounds and getting uh, getting his lob game going. Catching the ball low in the paint with his hands up high. Keeping his hands up high and finishing. Yeah, Aiton's I think Chris Paul has probably helped a lot with that too. He doesn't have the he doesn't he's not pressured to be the best defensive player in the game either. No. I think that may be I think that may be in Gobert's head a little bit. Oh yeah. Like everybody's bringing their A game against him mm-hmm. and he's like I have to. Yeah. I have to. I have to. That's not, that's not a French accent, but nice try. <laughs> I have to be. <laughs> <laughs> that's more Palgasaw. I have to be best player. Slow mo. Sorry, he got an offensive rebound. Slow mo. <laughs> he did take a three in the first quarter, which I thought was weird. Aiden, yeah, I saw that. He's like out of nowhere. He was just open. He was feeling yeah. it. He was feeling it. He was testing himself. Uh, so they were up, up too. Yeah, I looked up because I just don't think of. I don't remember seeing him take a three Mm-mm. ever. He's four of seventeen this season from three. This season he's taken. He's taken seventeen threes. Yeah, he's a maniac. Why is he taking all these threes? Four of seven. What's that like? Uh, four of seventeen. Four of seventeen. Sorry. What is that like? Uh, 12%? It's like a little less than 25%, I believe. Yeah, that makes better. That makes more sense. Speaking of threes, in the first quarter of this game, uh, the Jazz were 3 of 14 from 3. They could not hit shit. Cold. Both teams were pretty cold. Seemed like. Yeah, I mean, it, it ended up being both teams got 11 threes for the game. And I'm thinking Donovan and Devin Booker, this is going to be a barrage right, of threes. It was a barrage of threes, but both teams shot pretty low. Utah shot 25% from three. Phoenix shooting 32% from three. That's pretty low for these teams. Phoenix didn't have to shoot as many. I think that might have been the difference in the game. First quarter, Suns were a one, one of four from three. Mm-hmm. So they shot four threes and hit one. Utah hit 14 threes in the first quarter and hit three of them. Utah also did not hit a three-pointer at all in the second quarter. Mm -hmm. Yeah, if I remember right, it wasn't until the third quarter Utah kind of woke up. Yeah. They had 38 points in the third quarter. They were fighting. At that point. And that, their shots were going down. Their threes were going down. Yeah, my third quarter notes is where I have, uh, where I wrote down Aiton is Aiton greater than symbol Gobert. Mm-hmm. I like it. I don't remember specifically what happened in the third quarter, but I was inspired to write that down. Yeah, I feel like uh, Aiton can kind of match up with any big in the league. He may not dominate them. He may, It may not be pretty. But he's got the fundamentals, and he does a relatively good job out there, like with anybody. Like a name a big man that he just cannot handle. I don't know. I don't know if there is one. Maybe maybe he'd have trouble with Embiid. 
or Zion. He didn't seem to have a lot of trouble with Gobert. Was there controversy in the 2018 draft? I seem to remember people being surprised that Aiden went over Bagley. I don't remember that. It was. I felt like it was more just Doncic in general should be the number one. Yeah. Yeah. And that Aiden had gone to you know University of Arizona or Arizona State or wherever he went. It was University of Arizona. And that the owner of the Phoenix Suns also went to the University of Arizona. One thing that stood out to me was Mikel Bridges. I guess he got in foul trouble early in the game. He didn't score. He was 0 for 1 from the field. He took one shot, didn't score. He had five player fouls in the game. But he's still a plus two. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. I, I I remember watching at one point. I was like, where is Mikel? Like, he's one of my favorite players to watch, especially on that team. And uh, he just wasn't. He wasn't out there. Cameron uh, Johnson got a lot of minutes instead. He looked pretty good out there. He is good, man. He's underrated. If you remember, I spoke about him on an earlier podcast, the beginning of the season. A North he's Carolina a boy. Look out for. Oh yeah, yeah. He's he's uh he's interesting. I think he's got probably a lot to learn about the game still, but he is. Big and he's long and he's athletic and he can shoot. Eleventh overall draft pick. I mean, what else do you want? Like, it's pretty good. He's twenty five. You know, it's just uh, two years away, that, right? He's hitting that fuck. He's hitting his stride right fucking now, man. Watch out for him. He's gonna get if he's. I felt like he had some big plays defensively for Phoenix throughout the game. Bo. Yes. Uh, you have any takeaways from, let's just say, I guess, like the first half or so? The first half. What was my big takeaway? I don't. Phoenix looked good. I feel like I've watched, we've watched several, both of these teams. And it was, it was a good, good half of basketball. I don't really know what to say. They're, you know, go bear. For for not looking good, he was he was he still had a good stat line. Mm-hmm. That's and you know the continued development of eight in this season from early on versus now. I mean, he, I I don't know what to say about the first half. Shit, Grizzlies won, beat Chicago. It's a good win for them. That's a what I had as a loss for Memphis for this month. Ayo, good win, good win. To me, the Suns were the better team in the first half. I feel like Utah was the better team in the second half. This was a battle, though. There wasn't too much going on in this game that looked like particularly easy to me for either side. Like, everything was work. Does that make sense? Did you get that impression? Yeah, I mean, Utah was working on trying to hit threes. (laughs) This looked like a tough, just play almost almost playoff level mm-hmm. com- competition. Almost. I don't know if it was quite there, but it looked tough. These are two top five defensive teams in the league, and it showed. Both teams kept fighting. Neither team gave up. 
the score stayed close. In the second half, it kind of came down to like who could make the big play, who had the ball last. We said it went into overtime. Donovan hit that huge three with like 10 seconds left in the game. And then uh, Booker, for whatever reason, thought he had to like match him with a three on the other end. Yeah, that, that ISO brick. What was that? Like, I don't understand. Any sense. Even if you are a high three point percentage shooter and you shoot in the mid 30s or high 30s, uh, there's other guys on the team that can get closer to the basket with length that shoot like 50 to 60 percent yeah it's to it's to win the game or you just take it to the rack dude uh-huh. i don't get the jump shots but whatever it looked like he forced it yeah it looked like he, he like ran out of time and he was like oh shit <laughs> he looked pretty bummed when he was heading to the bench yeah i feel like it was just kind of a like, fuck it either i'm a hero or i'm a loser right yeah he also missed free throws in overtime. Devin Booker. Mm-hmm. But whatever. Yeah, so it went to overtime. The overtime energy was really high right off the bat. And I think that's what it takes. When you get to overtime, you can't come out and be lethargic and slow getting it going. You have to come in and act like it's the last two minutes of the game. Mm-hmm. And that's what... I took away from overtime was that both teams came out super high energy. They're redlining it from the start. And I think that's what you got to do to win in overtime. If you come out and you just screw around, the other team's going to catch you. It's not that much time. Chris Paul hit that one big shot with like a minute left. That three, that was mm-hmm. so, it was just so Chris Paul, just <laughs> give me the ball. Let me do this. He had a good look at it. It's a good shot. Oh, and then he hit those clutch free throws to put it away too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, he. you say the game kind of had a, a playoff atmosphere. Chris Paul was playing like it was a playoff game. Yeah, he was, uh, he was yeah. making sure when, if those guys meet in the playoffs that they know who won the regular season right. matchup. What was it? What did he have, 29 points? Yeah, 29 points, 9 assists. Big game for a 36 or 35-year-old. Plus I mean, it, 17. That's, yeah, that's why Phoenix went out and got him, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, if you look at, we talked about this before, but if you look sure. at OKC from last year, they were unsurprisingly good. They had Chris Paul. Mm-hmm. He makes teams better. Yeah, they showed the stat that winning percentage go up like 20% when he's around. Yeah. His first season with a team. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. It's it's funny that I can't help but think about Darren Williams, especially when they're playing the Jazz, when Chris Paul's out there. <laughs> Darren Williams. Yeah, because he was picked ahead of Chris mm-hmm. Paul. Yeah. Where are you, Darren Williams? He's he's uh, out there buying some NFTs, probably. Mm-hmm. He's a crypto whale. Hanging out with Stevie Franchise. I don't know. That's weird that the wheels just fell off Darren Williams. I guess he wasn't that good. He was. He just faded out after that fucking Brooklyn shit. I know. So he wanted 
Did he get hurt? I feel like he was never the same after Jerry Sloan stopped coaching him. Yeah. Man, that Sloan shit was fucked up. Yeah. I think he ended up like kind of apologizing for all that shit. Yeah, imagine it makes I mean, it also always has made me wonder if like Sloan had Chris Paul. Mm. If Chris Paul would have been down, I mean, I would assume Chris Paul would have been down with Sloan. Chris Paul just wants to win basketball. And he, and also, you think you hear about my guy Darren Morey talk about Chris Paul. I don't think he wanted Chris Paul to leave the Rockets. Mm. And I guess Harden, I don't know, Harden, him just didn't get along. That's what I understand is the Suns, the Suns have been terrible for so long, and now they're like one of the best teams in basketball. Too bad that Chris Paul's thirty-five and not. 28. Yeah. <laughs> Trying to find out what went wrong with Darren. I think he got hurt and then the, he got bought out by Brooklyn and then he signed with, uh, as far as Chris Wallace didn't sign him. Played with Dallas for a couple years. That's what it was, yeah. Late in his career. He ended up getting waived for whatever oh, reason. Yeah. Played for the Cavs after that. Three years ago? Three years with, ago? That was with LeBron. Yeah. Yeah, Brooklyn waved him, signed with the Mavs, and that was it, basically. I feel like he was always kind of, like later in his career, he was always missing games. Like calf strain, hamstring, stuff like that. Yeah. Just fucking not keeping up with his body, it looks like. Anyway, either of you have any notes or takeaways you want to fit in here? In the fourth, I think it was the fourth quarter, or it was in the third quarter when Conley hit that, that kind of like runner at the buzzer, mm-hmm. and Quinn Snyder, the on the ESPN broadcast they cut to his reaction, and Quinn Snyder' reaction was just, you know, it just kind of reinforced that Conley is one of the, and we know and we know this, but it was to see Quinn Snyder's intensity and his reaction to. Conley successfully hitting a basket. It showed that it should, to me, it showed that Quinn Snyder has complete trust and confidence in Conley to win him a basketball game. Yeah. I mean, I mean you have to as a coach, obviously, but as obviously as us being Conley fans, that was, that was, that was fun to see. But I, I just, this game was so back and forth. The, the Jazz kind of played from behind. Mm hmm. I, I, f- I just felt like a playoff game and either team could have won. I agree. I, I just don't, I, I don't know. I just don't feel like I have a whole lot of Zach low level <laughs> things to say. I agree. I mean, it came down to the, to the end who made shots, who made free throws, who had the ball last. It's it a fun game to watch though. I enjoyed it. It was fun. It wasn't like super up and down and exciting, but as a fan of hoops, I enjoyed it. Brian, what about you? The Jazz fought back in the third quarter. Score at the beginning of the fourth quarter was 78-77 Utah. So, yeah, I mean, the, watching them battle it out in the fourth quarter was fun. Donovan Mitchell came alive. I felt like he had kind of a – I mean. <laughs> <laughs> the, the Suns had 64 points between Devin Booker and Chris Paul. 64 out of your backcourt. That's pretty, that's that's good, right? I think it's good. <laughs> it's uh, half your points at least. But then you look at Utah and you got 41 from Donovan. 
What? I don't have the splits on that. I don't know how much of that was first half and how much was second half in it overtime. Was, it was all second half. Yeah. <laughs> Not all of it. He started out pretty pretty hot, actually. but Yeah, but Phoenix, Phoenix came out in overtime, like you said, ready to go. What, they scored mm-hmm. the first five or six? They and were that rolling. was it. Mm-hmm. They came out. They won that tip. And Devin Booker scored with like five se- like five seconds into the mm-hmm. overtime. And it was like, oh, shit. Yeah. Students are ready to push. They going fast, man. Pretty okay f- game from Dario. Is it just me or is that guy's pants getting tighter and tighter in the seat? <laughs> he's got like somebody. He's got no friends on the team. Somebody needs to tell him to up his short size <laughs> by about three. <laughs> I mean, it looks goofy as shit out there. He runs weird too. Dario is like some kind of like inbred second cousin of Keanu Reeves or something. He's <laughs> 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 so weird looking. His family stayed in Europe for too many, way too long. Yeah. Croatia is a pretty small country, bud. The gene pool is pretty small. <laughs> He's just so big, and he has, like, the worst stride. I feel like that guy's not going to have a long <laughs> career. <laughs> like, he looks very heavy-footed, if that makes sense. He's not out there, like, there's not much finesse game, I feel like, with him. <laughs> I'd love to see an image of him running and, like, an image of Zion running, and then, I don't know, like, a Pau Gasol running. Like what the difference it, when their strides would look like. <laughs> uh, anything else to add, fellas? It was a great, great playoff level basketball game. May there be more of Phoenix, Utah. Yeah. I liked it. After last week, Phoenix moved up past the Jazz for the first spot in the power rankings. Not the standings, but the power rankings, which is pretty interesting to me. I guess that'll do it for the pick game, folks. (laughs) (laughs) Why? Why Why is that the pick game song? (laughs) I don't know. Something about that Roseanne song (laughs) makes me laugh. (laughs) <laughs> Dan <laughs> You ever watch Roseanne on acid, Jeff? What a weird question <laughs> Um, Let's see Grizzly stuff Huh? Huh? Hey Last week, I wondered if uh, the Grizzlies could beat New York or Indiana. Thought if they could win those games, maybe I'd rethink my position on whether mm-hmm. or not the Grizzlies are good or not. Mm-hmm. They done lost both of those games. They did beat Miami. They did beat Orlando. Oh, I'm sorry, Atlanta. But they lost to New York and Indiana. So weird 500 week. 
I thought they'd lose all four games. So good for them. There you go. Anybody got Grizzly stuff? What what's our uh what's uh what's it looking like for Jaron Jackson? Is he gonna play? He's gonna play when you stop asking about it. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Oh. I, I actually t- talked to my dad about it. My dad seemed he seemed to think this is everyone's meniscus and everyone's repair is going to be different and that this is pretty typical for a meniscus repair. He's not surprised by any of it. He says this is a not an easy rehab when you repair it versus a removal and that there can be that this timeline makes perfect sense to my dad. Hmm. And my dad is a physician. So I'll take his opinion over maybe Jeff's opinion. I respect that. So he said not to panic. He said that this is it's a meniscus repair and he's a young kid. He's, he'll be fine. Yeah, he'll be fine. I believe he'll be fine. I believe he'll be fucking he, more than fine. 200% fine. <laughs> 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 Anything else on Grizzlies guys? What are, what are we looking at next week? We got uh fucking Chicago tonight. That's a win. Nice win. Really? I can't say that enough, but Wednesday, Brian will be at the Dallas game. AEO. That's, that's right. Brian, I'm going to put your name next to that one. Brian. So I don't forget. And then they got Chicago again. This game didn't look particularly easy for the Grizzlies until maybe the second half of the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. So we'll see how that goes. And then they got the Bucks last game of the week. Next week. Grizzlies. Bucks. Ouch. We'll see. Hopefully, Drew Holiday and Giannis will rest again. They've been resting lately mm-hmm. in games. Yeah, we're currently – let me refresh because it may have updated after the Chicago. Refresh. The one against Chicago. It certainly would have. We are currently a game and a half behind Dallas. So, uh, okay. we have an opportunity on Wednesday to get to half a game. Behind Dallas, right? Uh huh. Yeah, it'd be a full game swing if they beat Dallas. All right, go Grizz, <laughs> Luca. Good luck. Looking forward to it. Maybe Jaron will play. Be fun. That'd be sick if you get to see Jaron's first dude, ten minute game. Fuck yes, dude. He comes off the bench and plays. <sighs> Five minutes a quarter? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Probably eight-minute stretches, two of them. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. He's not going to fucking play Wednesday. Mm-mm. Nope. I've got the Grizzlies losing uh, the rest of the week. How about you guys? I never count them out, man. Yeah. I mean, we beat Chicago once. This week, we can beat them again. Yes. We got their number. Guys are toast. We probably lose the Dallas game. Probably. Unless Jaron comes back. I feel like uh, Dallas has got this one circled on their calendar this month. Say, you, uh, you think so? Yeah. Because of the implications, you know, the playoff implications. It is an ESPN game, it's a battle, it's nationally televised. 
It's a big game. You want to get 30 tip. I got to make a dinner reservation. It's actually uh, it's our anniversary Wednesday. Yours and mine? Mine and my wife's. Oh, your wife. Oh. 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 Sorry. Yeah. Sorry, Jen. <laughs> How long has it been? So I'm taking what her to a Grizz game. Anniversary for what? Weddings or? Wedding anniversary, yeah. Yeah, you don't keep track of the old one anymore. No, that one. That one's just like uh, I. Th- I think the the date for our pre, yeah, marriage anniversary. I think it's like the code to our like garage keypad, maybe. <laughs> but it doesn't mean anything. Ah, that's old news. Yeah, that's irrelevant once you get married. So you just you just gave everyone listening to this podcast. Your garage code. No, 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 no. no the no, the no, dating no, anniversary. No. The dating oh, anniversary yeah, yeah, is the yeah, garage code. I got you. So the dating anniversary. Uh, <laughs> so when, I actually uh, have an easier time. That? I have an easier time remembering the dating anniversary than I do the wedding oh, anniversary. You got a smartphone. I got to remember that computer, to get in the dude. fucking garage. Look. So <laughs> when I was like, you know, you date a girl and you're not married to her, and you'd be like, you would say that you had like set some arbitrary date as an anniversary right. yeah. or not but yeah um uh, well i certainly wouldn't but i was with girls that would do the thing mm-hmm. and so my mom was like well what are you doing tonight i'm like well we're going out it's so-and-so and i's anniversary my mom would say well son anniversary of what exactly uh-huh you know i like where was, this is going that that was her joke i was like yeah. uh, uh nothing the first time i told her she had pretty eyes ma yeah, Ma. First time I taught her how to dangle. <laughs> we're ce- <laughs> Mom, we're celebrating um, her telling me this date that we have to celebrate. Yeah. Exactly. No, it's the first time she opened a tab at the Young Avenue Deli, and I didn't have to pay. <laughs> Exclusivity. Nice. <laughs> All right, moving on. We've got about three minutes of free space if anybody wants to uh, get anything. Free space? Yeah, we have some free space. Talk about whatever gonna, you'd like for three I'm going to get minutes. a hams. Can I get a hams? Yeah, use your free space for that. But, uh, Brian, you got anything? You got three <laughs> minutes. I don't know if I'll use all three minutes, but I do want to take a moment of silence and pour some out for DMX. What? Yeah, it's a bummer, man. I mean, I don't know the way he lived his life. It was kind of expected at some point. Dude was in and out of rehab, OD'd a couple times. Um, it's sad though. I mean, he had a he had a run of albums. His his first two in nineteen ninety eight, and then his third in ninety nine. He had a run of three albums that were all pretty, I mean, pretty fucking good, man. I mean, I, mean who, I listen to those albums repeatedly. Who the fuck doesn't know the Rough Riders? Yeah, anthem. Yeah. Did you did you see the footage of when he was in the hospital? No. They were out they were out on the street with like the the ATVs popping wheelies and shit and the cops were just like the cops were just hanging out like letting them do it. They're like, ah, you know. Yeah. It's fucking it's the, the Rough Riders, it's DMX. It's a one time deal. They yeah. probably they probably paid for a permit. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Big uh publicity stunt. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, he had a long oh, career. Crazy. Yeah, it's he had crazy. a long career. I mean, you know, I don't his later albums maybe not No. Not that great, but I wasn't like a huge fan or anything, but man sold a lot of albums. It's cool. It's good just good pump you up music, you know? Yeah. 
And he was in Belly, which is one of the best, <laughs> best, <laughs> best hip hop movies of all time. Forgot about that. Belly's a fucking great movie, man. Hmm. It's, it's not. <laughs> not what? I'm not gonna. F- it's not research but, that, but it's a it's a fun watch. Yeah, Belly. It's just him and Nasby and Belly, like, Belly badasses. Belly bro. I've never seen Belly, but it sounds like I should see. You it. should watch it. It's it's uh, directed by Hype Williams, so it's it's very like kind of it's got that kind of nineties like, yeah music video feel. You know, you should watch it with your wife. Um, but it's 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 a fun watch. I remember it being at the theaters in Memphis at the uh, Highland Quartet. In fact, there's a point in it where uh, where they're like it. All right, three DMX's minutes are up. House. Now they're watching Gummo, <laughs> man. <laughs> What? They're watching Gummo. Nice. <laughs> in Belly. What's the reference? What are they saying about it? Man, this shit is crazy. Yeah, pretty much. It's just on whether they're like counting money. <laughs> All right. Yes. Moment of silence. Let's give it to him. I'll pour a little beer on the floor of the podcast studio. The cats will lick it up. Yeah, it'll it'll cover up the cat pee. <laughs> There's no cats allowed in here. Moment of silence. All right. All right. We miss you, dog. Let's see. That's going to be a hard one to segue out of. I saw an interesting story this week. It was uh, Joel Embiid and Zion's first game versus each other on Friday. Want to know who won the game? Did you did you watch the game? I didn't watch the game. I just looked into it. I'm going to guess that Joel, Joel Embiid won because the, the Pelicans have kind of sucked with Zion. That would be a good guess. Joel Embiid did not have a great game, though. Played 31 minutes. I guess he's still kind of coming back. Is that right? No. He scored 14 points and nine rebounds. Zion Williamson scored 37 points, 15 rebounds, and eight assists. The Pelicans won 101 to 94. And beat who? And beat who indeed. Pelicans are rolling right now. Watch out. Things I say happen. <laughs> you spoke it into existence. Pelicans are moving. The Grizzlies are winning too, though. So go Grizz. But the Pelicans are on a three game winning streak. Anyway, what are the Wizards on? We spoke about the Wizards last week. I just want to look real quick. Yeah, the Wizards aren't totally out of this yet. They're only two games behind a play in spot. Two games. Two games out. They are not totally out yet. All right. Those are my long shots to make it. The Pelicans in the West and the Wizards in the East. My long shots to make the play-in tournaments. Y'all want to go ahead and uh, pick a game for next week? Sure. Yeah. You got any? Uh, you got any penciled in yet? I got some leads. Yeah. What do you, What do you see? 
Well, we wanted to do an Atlanta game. So Thursday, Milwaukee plays Atlanta, and then Sunday, Indiana plays Atlanta. Mm. Just did Indiana, didn't we? Yeah, pretty recently. Other than that, I like I like New York versus New Orleans on Wednesday. Randall versus Zion. Yes. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Three and a half stars? It's going to be a five-star system here. Friday, I like Memphis at Chicago. And then uh, Sunday, New Orleans plays New York again. So I guess three and a half stars there. <laughs> what do you guys think? You got any uh, ones that I missed? I like that New York versus New Orleans. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Friday, we've got a Clippers-Philly matchup. I like that. Okay. I haven't I don't I haven't watched Clippers in a minute. So personally I would like to, you know, see what they got going on. I don't hate that. Uh looking at the slate of games, I don't mm. Clippers Philly sounds mm. fun. I think the Clippers will probably beat them. The way they've been playing. There's oh, a lot no. of games Wednesday night. Tobias Harris, Kawhi Leonard. Paul George, Ben Simmons. It's interesting matchups for sure between those teams. There's some good like player matchups. Clippers, Philly. Yeah. Serge Ibaka. <laughs> That's a interesting part of the Clippers. They just don't like. Well, who's their center? Who's their starting center? Is it Zubak? Yeah. I guess he's pretty efficient, huh? I like Zubak. You're playing with those other dudes and you're just a a role guy. You're gonna be very efficient because you don't they're not gonna give him any shots. Mm-hmm. I'm a big I'm a big Zubak fan. Do they have cousins now? No, I think he's not on a team. No, he did. No, he signed with the Clippers. Cousins did. Did he? Yeah, and he he, he played this week, this past week. Man. He's played two games and six and a half minutes a game. Mm-hmm. They won, both of them, the Clippers. <laughs> Missing piece, dude. <laughs> I didn't realize he, he. It's so crazy how he's just like cousins and Rondo. Completely irrelevant. It's very strange. I thought he was going to be like a. I mean, not a not a shack, but. I mean, I thought he was going to be a dominant big man for for years. I mean, he was. He was. It's, it, unfortunately, it was in Sacramento. Yeah. His career was cut short. Seven-time All-Star. Shit. Let me be a All-Star. That's his four-time All-Star. What the hell? Why has he got so many stars in the damn... Is that your feet? Uh, we just oh, yeah, t- he was we traded. Just like, Ugh. Huh? Never mind. It, it's four-time All-Star. Y'all touch feet? That's kind of... That's okay. It's getting a little hot. Yeah, well, he's he's got his shoes off for some goddamn reason. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't didn't wear shoes in your house. I wasn't wearing shoes when I got here. I'm vaccinated. I don't have to wear shoes anymore. No shoes, no mask, no no worries. No fucking problem. Shit. All right, Clippers, Philly, three stars, all right? Sucker. 
How many stars do we give uh, Nick's Pels? Three and a half. Is it three and a half? Try to keep up. Uh, Memphis, Chicago looks fun, but we'll probably just watch that anyway. Let's do a follow-up yeah. on that. All right. And then uh, Indy, Atlanta. Are we interested in that? Let's go. It's trending down. I don't like it so much right now. Thursday, Milwaukee, Atlanta. That's kind of fun, but is that more than three stars? Mm. I just, uh, ugh. No, I'd rather watch Clippers Philly. Bo, what do you think? Clippers Philly. Clippers Philly or New Orleans, New York? What are we doing? Ooh. Just first thing off the top of your head. It doesn't matter. Clippers Philly. We haven't watched Clippers. Have we done a Pelicans game yet? Yeah. Zion's, Zion's been ripping off. Yeah, we have we've done a Pelicans game. Zion's been ripping off 12 yeah. for 16s. I mean, Brian sounds like he wants to check in on the Clippers, which we have not done this year. I like it. Hey, let me ask you this, Jeff. What? Did you get in on that top shot drop? Top shot? Yeah, did you try to get in? Yeah, I tried to get in. I was, off, nice. by, I was off by about 10,000 spots. No, that's a lot. Yeah. Not everybody that got in bought them, though, it took, and it took, like, forever. I would have yeah, bought I one. I don't know if I would have spent $1,000 on that. I would have. I think you would have. Flip yeah. it? No, nah, just fucking just have that. Man, I don't know. I'm just not. I don't know about this NFT stuff, man. Oof. I don't really care. Like, I would have bought it. <laughs> $9 on a pack, but $1,000 on a pack seems insane. Insane. I, like, you might as well buy $1,000 worth of Bitcoin. I did get the common pack after the hologram pack was done if you were in line i guess you were offered like a nine dollar common pack oh that's nice afterwards which was yeah which was cool i got a lamello like first moment rookie thing that look i'm down i'm so down with that like i don't see anything wrong with trying to get essentially get like the number one serial number on a nine dollar pack but spending a thousand like i said i'd rather i think you're better in my opinion you're better off buying half an, an ether ethereum token or a thousand dollars worth of bitcoin than a fucking nft i just like Look, what man. like what if you spend a thousand dollars on your nft and you get the equivalent like i've said this before you get the equivalent of the javaris crittenden nft like i mean oh my our oj mayo like that's worthless dude i've spent a thousand dollars on way more worthless stuff <laughs> <laughs> i was Bo was listening to uh npr this morning and uh Fucking way, liberal. Work. Yeah, I'm a fucking liberal cuck. And the the guy, they had the guy on. You remember the the fire festival debacle? Yes. They had the guy that like tweeted the the like gourmet meal that was like a fucking cheese sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like the guy that tweeted that, and he's and he's selling that tweet as an NFT. That's amazing, and he's asking for like eighty thousand dollars. No, he's selling it because he's got a he's he. It's either him or a friend that needs um like cancer treatment done. Oh, I, I got you. And so it's you know it's it's a worthy cause. So I think it'll probably get some traction. Like the people probably just donate just to you know help the guy out. But yeah, and, and even he was like he was kind of like I don't really you know get it. <laughs> Mm-hmm. But he's like, I think I can sell this tweet <laughs> to help my friend out. Fuck it. 
I thought it was kind of I thought it was kind of interesting. My my two minute ride to work. That's all I called on NPR. Yeah. What was the uh, opinion of the journalist or whoever the fuck you were listening to? Um, you don't really hear a lot of opinions on NPR because it's real news. Oh, they just tell you what's happening and then you and then you um comprehend what they say and form your own opinion. What was mm-hmm. your opinion? Uh, my opinion is the same as it is about any NFTs. They're fucking worthless. <laughs> well, you know, it's you interesting. Short term gains, you know, like I, I, I don't, I don't, I, I get like if you if you can buy them and flip them now, by all means, like there's clearly a market for them. Okay, so but long term, I just don't see it. Why the fuck is? Why the fuck do we care about gold then? Like, why is gold valuable? I mean, it's a physical thing you can hold in your hand. But and it, why hard, do we fucking care about it? Because it's harder to get than... Who gives a shit? If it's hard to get, why do we care? <laughs> if it's, it's hard to get or anything, it's, like it's who consider- gives a fuck? It's a precious to, metal. Yeah. You have to go mine it. Who gives a shit? The, I mean, the, why the fuck do we need the precious metal? The entire world bases their economy on the, the value but of it. But why the fuck is that a thing? Like why do, do people care about fucking gold? Why do people care about fucking diamonds? Because it's rare. Fuck that. Yeah. Like, why does that fucking... What, it, it doesn't do anything for me. A sure. piece of gold in a fucking... Like, if I had a piece of gold in my hand and I'm holding it up right yeah. now. Like, I don't have fucking superhero No, I mean, powers. I get your point. Like, I'm not buying So, I'm trying to figure out why does, <laughs> why does... Why does some, some... Like, why is gold valuable and NFTs not valuable when they're essentially the same fucking thing? They're just rare things. Out well, exist. gold has been valuable for... A very long time and NFTs. Yeah, so we're slaves, Bo. Whoa. <laughs> I'm just uh, saying, like things fucking change. Yeah, I mean, I, I understand where you're coming from. I, but I, I'm the guy but, that just said I would. I'm happy buy to a buy bunch of Bitcoin. Yeah, <laughs> I'm no, not I'm trying not to come to, down on you. I'm just no, saying. I'm, that, I, like, I'm, no, hold on. No, I'm the guy that said I'm happy to buy a nine dollar NFT pack and try to get the one dot number one serial number. But uh-huh. if I'm going to spend a thousand dollars on an NFT pack, I'd rather just buy Bitcoin. Right. So because I'm it not, has more history, right? It has more value. Yes, exactly. Like yeah. historically, Bitcoin is. I, I'd say Bitcoin is a smarter play than the you know the the ninety ninth hologram uh-huh. of how much. Uh, Peyton Pritchard doing a layup. How much was Bitcoin valued at a Bitcoin when it first came out? I mean, I don't remember. I'm sure it was a dollar at some point. Okay. So over time, things increase in value. Some oh, things do. So if you're in on an NFT, don't. If you're in on an NFT right away, NFT is an and it can grow in value. I just, I'm, in my opinion, I'm not convinced that these fucking things are going to hold value because you're buying You're not just buying the fact that it was minted. Like I said, you have, you're buying the potential that you're buying Javar's Crittenden. Now, maybe a LeBron James NFT holds its value f- for all of eternity, but a Javar's Crittenden NFT that you paid a thousand dollars for is going to be worth nothing. Yeah. But you get like uh, on the thousand dollar pack that they were selling, you get like, I think it was like 13 moments. Well, okay, you get thirteen. You get the Javars Crittenden, and then the uh, the Myers all, Leonard. The Myers all, Leonard. It's all trash. <laughs> oh, dude, the, let me tell you something. With a within a certain subset of people, 
that Myers Leonard is worth a lot of money. And I've, I've <laughs> and, and Brian, and I've had conversations with friends that we should start a subset of NFTs. Yeah. Trust me. Bo, you know what I did? I went after I didn't get the, get Paul the pack. NFT. <laughs> after I didn't get the pack, I went and I bought the, uh, the Desmond Bain moment. I got the highest serial number I could get. That was like around a hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's like a you know it's a rookie, first moment, rookie Desmond Bain. He's Desmond Bain's gonna play basketball for like twenty years. He's gonna win like ten championships. I hope so. Hope they're all here. <laughs> uh, yeah. He's gonna be an NBA journeyman. He's three and D. He's gonna play forever. He could be. Uh, what do you think he could be like, Danny Green? Look, I, I'm glad that you're in on the NFT thing. I'm just telling you my opinion. I just yeah, it's fine. I My opinion think. is that they're just as valuable as fucking anything else that we give value to Probably for no to. fucking reason. Well, to, <laughs> in my in my opinion, that gold has been valuable for thousands of years. I know. So you you can't just like dismiss gold as irrelevant. Mm. Digital money outweighs it, it, gold and physical money exponentially. It, if you want to how do how do we value credit and digital money and that, if there's wanna, more of that than anything well i'll say this if you want to go buy <laughs> all my nfts for lowest or excuse me my, my top shots for lowest ask and give me bitcoin for them i'll just i'll sell them to you right now oh i, I got enough which is like 240 bucks you'll, keep, you give me you'll two, keep the slow-mo though right yeah 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 what kind of collector are you are you just in this for the money I, I I had just and I'm just not buying the NFT, NFT thing. You can you can stamp that. I just don't I just You don't have I to. So I'll trade my NFTs for Bitcoin. And you can call me a dinosaur. I'm not gonna call you anything. <laughs> yeah, I mean I'm the guy over here that spends all his money on like rare soul and jazz records, so <laughs> it's but a rarity that's fun. thing, huh? Those are like you, uh, dude. Those are fun. I can hold them in my hand. I can listen to them. Yeah. And I can like look at them and hold them. What's what that supposed to mean? It's a physical, you know, <laughs> it's a physical commodity. You're on the Disco G's website, is what I call That's it. That's right. Dis Discogs, Disco G's. Disco G's. I, don't know, I like that. <laughs> yeah. Jeff's like, yeah, whatever, disco G's. I'm more of like a material minimalist, so I don't really get in on, I don't really get down with collecting physical objects. Understood. <laughs> no, I, 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 dude, no. The reason I don't have a lot of physical objects is because I used to move so much. I would just throw shit away. That's a good. I had a record collection once. I don't know where it is now. It's gone. Now all my money's on the internet. Anyway, we got way off course there. Friday, Clippers at Philly. That's the pick game of the week. Anything else? Any you guys got anything before we get out of here? No? I think we covered everything. All right. What's going on next week? We're going to be off next week. We're taking a break. 
We'll be back on April 26th, taking one week off. It must be done. The whole world is crashing down. Everything all at once. I need a break. You guys probably want a break. There will be no show next week. It's a real weight on my chest to have to take a week off. My mind is racing. I'm having trouble staying calm. But we must take a week off. My stomach's full of knots. My back hurts from the weight. This is how I feel all the time. I'm shutting down. We're going hard reset. Stay calm, man. I'm trying not to be a burden on anybody, but I don't know. We need a break. We got to take a break. It's heavy, man. Bo, do you ever find yourself making a mess of things just so you can clean it up? Maybe the cleanup is the challenge or the part that you like? No, I the kids fuck everything up. I no. Do you personally like destroying things? No. Do you like putting things back together? I think some people crave a mess. No, I definitely don't. Why is that something I look forward to the most? It's a mess. A big fucking mess. Is that destructive tendencies? You scrape yourself off the floor like a mess. Try to reconstruct something similar to a normal life. (sighs) Just going to have a beer, man. Just try to relax. I'm going to take a week off. We're doing a week off. We have to remember to be grateful always. Sometimes it's easy to forget to smile. It's hard to remember this always. Something I've struggled with my entire life is how to remain low maintenance. How to not leave huge footprints everywhere I walk. Not to leave any kind of trail of negativity behind me. Makes me anxious just to think about it. My footprints. Whether or not I realize it or not, whether it's true or not, my body's in fighting or flight mode, and it's, I think it's time to flight a little bit. I think it's time to take a week off. We're going to hit the reset button. <laughs> Thank you, everybody, for listening. Thank you, Bo, for joining us virtually. Brian, yeah. I appreciate you being in studio. Hell yeah, man. I had fun. But we got to go. Kick it! You don't understand. I ain't scared of you motherfuckers.
She don't like her eggs all runny She thinks crossing her legs is funny She looks down her nose at money She gets it on like the Easter Bunny She's my baby, I'm her honey She's my baby, I'm never gonna let her go Big old house.